for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. Now there are times when we experience some traumatic events, whether they're big or small, regardless of scale, I mean many of us would experience that and would be uh, feeling uneasy when those moments reoccur in our lives. It could be within the realm of relationship or just uh, events or, or thoughts or any experience, uh, accidents, uh, whatnot. But those are moments where our uneasiness, our inability to uh, understand or cope with those stress may lead to post-traumatic stress syndrome or disorder. Now all those uh, can be found in those who experience great tragic event. And here we see the life of Job, who we cannot fathom the degree of stress and the, and the shock uh, he has he is going through, but in the midst of his emotional uh, struggling, we can see what we are supposed to do with those fellow brothers and sisters around us who are actually going through similar situation. So through today's passage, I hope that we can meditate on trauma and also see in light of today's passage how we can navigate those problems we see and face with our brothers and sisters. Let's take a look. Job chapter 3 verses 1 through 10 After this Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. He said, May the day of my birth perish and the night that said a boy is conceived. That day may it turn to darkness. May God above not care about it, may no light shine on it. May gloom and utter darkness claim it once more. May a cloud settle over it, may blackness overwhelm it. That night may thick darkness seize it. May it not be included among the days of the year, nor be entered in any of the months. May that night be barren, may no shout of joy be heard in it. May those who curse days curse that day, those who are ready to rouse Leviathan. May its morning stars become dark, may it wait for daylight in vain and not see the first rays of dawn. For it did not shut the doors of the womb on me to hide trouble from my eyes. So in the entirety of chapter 3, you will see a change in verb. Now the first part that we see today you will notice that Job uses the verb may, means giving permission to someone to do something. And in the latter part of chapter 3, you will see that he starts questioning using why. I mean, why is this happening? So there are two things that we can see throughout chapter 3, but the first thing that we're going to see is the word may. Because during the time of traumatic um, experiences, I mean, one of the things that we notice from um, those who experience stress is that they become reluctant. They don't want to do anything. They lose motivation. So what they do is, you know, let it pass. I mean, let anything happen to me because I lost all motivation to do anything. So you will notice that Job starts to say 
things in the verb may. It says, may the day of my birth perish, and so it goes on. But the reason is because he has experienced something that he did not want to experience. After all those mays, you will see in verse 10, it says, to hide trouble from my eyes. What he has witnessed and experienced is to, to a great degree, the tragedy was so great that he is shocked by all those events. Well, we know from scripture what happened. He lost all his children, seven sons and three daughters. And along with that, all his possession. And the number is symbolic of perfection, like at numbers of degrees of tens. Like ten children, thousands and thousands. I mean, those are all numbers representing perfection. It's more greater, I mean, better than number seven. But he had everything in perfection, but he lost it all at once. But nowhere in his life could he ever imagine that God and Satan was discussing this in the heavenly realm where God said, do everything you can do to test whether he fears me or not, but don't touch his life. He, he never thought that was going on in heaven. But regardless of that, he experienced this tragedy brought by Satan, where it is so great that he says, to hide trouble from my eyes. I wished I'd never seen all this. So he goes back to a place of his birth and saying that, you know, if it's possible, just curse my birth. I mean, I wish I was never been born. If to see all this, this tragedy, I hope that I was never been born. So he curses his own life. He curses his own uh, birth. And you go back to the time saying, I wish everything was reset or even not happen. So here, we see a specific character of, of, of our, I mean, things that we see people going through trauma. Because trauma happens by an overwhelming negative event that causes a lasting impact on the victims or the person's mental and emotional stability. So here, he is emotionally unstable because he is reluctant to live. He curses himself. I mean, we see a lot of people who burden themselves with all sorts of curses on themselves, saying, it's all my fault. I am the one who is sinful. I wish I was never been born. I'm always like that. I always make mistakes. I'm born that way. I mean, we do that similarly because we too have a trauma in those specific areas in relationship, in experience, or caused by accidents, or just regardless of degree, because trauma is not based on the size and the magnitude of event. It could be small, coming from a relationship between you and your parents, or you and your friend. To a degree like this, we see in Job, in a greater extent. But nevertheless, what the problem is, that trauma, if it's less, uh, left without any comfort, it will be greater than you can imagine. The impact is greater. It'll lead to post-traumatic stress disorder. But here, trauma is uh, able to be cured or taken care of. Why? Because study tells that if the contrary fact is given so that the person can understand, that event does not leave you as a trauma. For example, if you fall into water, not knowing what the death is, then you will be afraid, frightened, because you're fearful of drowning. But if your feet touches that ground and knows that, oh, it's shallow water, or water, 
then you will comfort it. That event does not lead you to trauma. But if you do not find that ground and you're still uh, trying to swim to uh, survive drowning, then that experience becomes a traumatic event. Similarly here, Job experiences something that he cannot fathom to understand. And there's no one there to give him the alternative to understand what this is happening. Only God knows. And Satan will never disclose what he's doing to Job. Even his friends in the future will start criticizing him and judging him for saying that the righteous will never, the innocent cannot uh, experience punishment. Therefore, you are sinful. But in the midst of that, his trauma cannot be dealt with until God meets him in the end of the book. So for the things that you never wanted to experience or see or, or uh, watch happen, I mean, those things do occur because suffering is everywhere. Even the righteous do suffer. Even the innocent do suffer. But the sad part is that there's no one to comfort those who are going through that traumatic event. For all of us, we have a community where we can give the alternative in order to understand what's going on. Even the innocent may suffer, but the truth is God reigns sovereign over all of our lives. Satan has no authority over our lives, and God is in control. That can be a cliche answer to some who are going through experience. But nevertheless, that is the truth that grounds us all in emotional stability so that we can overcome this traumatic event we may, regardless of scale, may experience in our lives. So let's ask the Lord for help so He can be our foundation of all our emotional stability. Let us pray. Father Lord, ground us on top of your foundation so that in regardless of scales of all this traumatic event, let us find comfort in you and find the alternative truth that you have disclosed to your words so that it comforts us eternally. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Sing your soul, let your world go and stepping in closer.